Welcome to Briefings in Brief, an audio digest of IT news and information from the packet pushers, including vendor briefings, industry research, and commentary. I'm Drew Conry-Murray. I'm here with Ethan Banks. It's June 27th, and here's what's happening. We had a briefing with a startup called Edgeworks on June 24th, 2019. And the big idea here is that, as you might guess from the name, Edgeworks focuses on the network edge, that is security cameras or local compute at a cell tower base station or an offshore oil rig, for example. Uh, the startup's big idea is to make it easy for organizations to reuse applications they've written for other platforms and then run those applications on edge devices. So, for example, if you want to do some local processing, uh, Edgeworks wants to give you a platform to run those applications right on those devices without having to do a lot of refactoring. Ethan, what was your big takeaway from this briefing? Yeah, well, exactly that. So, first of all, you know, understanding edge computing and the you know, use cases of it, being able to run you know, one bit of code across a multitude of different devices was the big thing that Edgeworks uh, was enabled. Enabling, which was, I hadn't really thought about edge computing in that way as that sort of a problem, uh, where the different platforms underneath would make it difficult to run apps wherever you want them. So Edgeworks steps in solving this problem of, hey, we're going to give you this platform to write to, our Edgeworks platform, and then we'll abstract away a variety of different underlying hardware, write once, and then reuse. So I thought that was, uh, that was pretty cool, their core value proposition. Yeah, and the way they do that, they have an agent. It runs on the IoT and Edge devices. Uh, this agent becomes the platform for whatever software application you're going to run it on. They said they can support VMs, unikernels, containers. Uh, and this agent also does basic things you'd expect from an agent. You can use it to provision devices. You can monitor health. You can set policies. You can get alerts, that kind of thing. Beyond that, they, uh, they, they think a lot about the edge computing problem of latency, where when you are computing on the edge, you need to be able to make use of the data Data those devices are generating maybe in a very fast way uh, or because if you try to say say push that data up to the cloud have the cloud process and then bring the results back down from the cloud and then act too much time has elapsed so they give you the ability to build out whatever sort of a network you need securely, whether that's local device to local device there in the edge is some kind of a mesh, or you could go edge to cloud if you want, or cloud to edge. And they, they do that over uh, eight. MQP, Advanced Message Queuing Protocol, which people that are in the programming world and know about message queues and pub sub architectures and so on may have heard of AMQP, although I'll admit it was, it was new to me, Drew. I don't know if it was new to you as well, but. Yeah, very new to me. I had to go to Wikipedia, I admit it. I, okay. Well, a AMQP gives us secure delivery of messages and, and, and layers on top. Uh, a lot of the security that we would expect and need uh, to have endpoints talking to one another and then build out that, uh, that secure mesh to give you whatever latency profile you're looking for and require for your edge computing application. Uh, lots of capability there. But that wasn't the big announcement, Drew, was it? No, that wasn't the big announcement. The big announcement is all about Kubernetes at the edge. That is, um, if you're using Kubernetes for your orchestration, for your scheduling, they have a way to give Kubernetes some intelligence about that edge computing environment. So the device capabilities or the location or its latency characteristics, whatever it is that's essential about that device environment that Kubernetes needs to know so that you can then automate the scheduling of these applications. Yes, it was. Uh, that was actually really neat. So they gave this one specific example that stuck out to me of, of GPS coordinates where you need your application to be running in this one very specific geographic location. You could have Kubernetes consider GPS as a characteristic of the endpoint as it's making its determination, where should I schedule this application to run? So things like that really give edge computing folks the ability to leverage Kubernetes in a way that makes sense to them 
them because of the unique requirements of an edge computing environment. Really neat stuff. Yeah, so the overall takeaway is application reuse for edge devices and this ability to add a little bit more intelligence to your Kubernetes platform. And just one more thing I wanted to note, uh, we did ask them about minimum hardware specs, because when you say IoT, that could mean a million different things. They say uh, for this platform to work, it has to run some Linux distro, it needs a minimum of a 32-bit ARM processor, although they can use other processors as well, and 128 megs of RAM. So if a device meets those conditions, that you can get started with Edgeworks. Note that was 128 megs of RAM, not gigs. We were talking really tiny devices yes. here can actually yes. handle Edgeworks. That's right. So if you want more information, you can go to edgeworks.io and note that works is spelled W-O-R-X, not K-S. That's edgeworks.io. And that was Briefings in Brief from the Packet Pushers. For more IT podcasts, blogs, and news created for engineers, visit packetpushers.net where you can subscribe for free. And for even more great information, become a member at ignition.packetpushers.net.